Well, hello, everybody. Um, I'm just going to ask if I can see your face. If you just wave to me, it'd be good to just have some sort of interaction. I see you, Clyde. You look like you're half asleep, but I'm going to wave to you. Really glad that we have an opportunity to be together with you guys tonight. Uh, we are looking to have some time um, just to talk a little bit about what's going on. Someone actually said something interesting to Megan the other day. Uh, they said, you know, I don't like the sound town hall. It sounds too familiar or too, uh, too formal. Uh, and maybe we should call it a family meeting. So we'll call it a family meeting unless you're one of those people that when a family meeting was called, you were normally in trouble. Then we can call it a town hall meeting. Um, but yeah, we're really glad to spend some time with you all tonight. Thanks for taking the time out of your evening um, just to hear uh, a little bit about what the Lord's been doing, uh, thinking backwards and also thinking forward to what God may have in store for us in the fall. Um, we would love to ask that you would keep your uh, yourself muted during uh, the duration of our meeting. Um, if you have questions or comments, please feel free to use the chat box. If there's something you need to communicate to Ben or myself, make sure you just shoot us a little um, question or answer or something there. Uh, we've decided we're not, there is no space for Q&A in this meeting. At the end of the meeting, when we say amen, if people have questions, you're more than welcome to stay and ask questions and we can work through some of those things. Um, but we just feel like for the time that we have and for, for what we want to accomplish, we really want to spend some time going over what the fall hopefully will look like for us. Um, and we're just really glad that you're here. We sense that the Holy Spirit is still moving. Uh, the good news is, is it's not contingent on us. He is always on the move. One of the things that we've noticed in the last few weeks is that there seems to be a shift in many people recognizing that we're, we're in this for the long haul. Uh, this didn't go away once things turned to green, uh, but we are continuing to understand what it is. It continues to develop, but we realize that this is not going to be just a short few more months. It may be longer than that. And so we realize that that changes a lot of things for a lot of people, but we also get the sense that now that we're in that space, that we also are seeing that people are beginning to say, okay, well, what is next? What does it look like to be faithful? Um, a few weeks ago, I had the privilege of sitting down with Pastor Sherry. Uh, we'll hear a little bit more about Pastor Sherry uh, in a few minutes. But during my conversation with Pastor Sherry, she mentioned uh, Acts chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. And I just, I want to read verse 4. So the church was, was, was growing in Jerusalem and they kind of were stuck in Jerusalem and persecution broke out. And it says that the, that the believers scattered. And so verse four says this, now those who were scattered went from place to place proclaiming the word. And Pastor Sherry was sharing how she felt like this was a season of scattering for the church, where the church is actually having an opportunity to move into new levels of faithfulness, into new opportunities where God may be doing something new. And so it's with that that I'm excited to be together with you all tonight. Join me, Renew, in declaring to God how awesome he truly is. Yes, Lord God, you are faithful to your promises and you have led us these months, Lord God, through this situation. And Lord, we trust you to continue leading us through this. And we're not just going to survive, but we we are going to thrive because the kingdom has not gone into lockdown or quarantine or stay at home. The kingdom is expanding. And Lord God, I thank you that you have been expanding, renew in ways that we are not even aware of yet. And God, I ask that in every household right now, everyone that's tuned in, Lord God, that you would touch with a fresh touch, God, of blessing and favor on every single household right now father i just thank you holy spirit that you are not limited by time and space and technology lord that you are present in every single home right now and we receive from you holy spirit a fresh touch of encouragement of vision to see those places where you have been at work all these months. And maybe we've seen it and maybe we haven't, but we trust you, God, that you are at work. And I pray for a fresh touch so that we can continue to keep our eyes fixed on you, 
to keep our ears fixed on you, to keep our hope fixed on you, to come alongside and join in what you are doing because you're doing so many things in this season. And we have so many opportunities that we're surrounded by, even though some of us are, are at, at work and not at work and home and not at home, wherever we are, God, there are always kingdom opportunities that you are inviting us into. I thank you, God, for the ways that you have been faithful to this community of believers. And our desire, God, is to touch the world, is to touch our neighbors, to touch our coworkers, to touch the people that we can, um, that we have influence with uh, through technology that we're meeting with in, in different ways. God, expand your kingdom through us. Thank you for blessing us, God. Thank you for giving us your very presence. Thank you for giving us your power and your love. Thank you, God, that we are um, increasing in many ways. We celebrate, Lord God, your faithfulness to this community. And we bless your name, God, for how awesome you are. We worship you. We love you. We praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you for the precious name of Jesus that you have given us to pray these things in and to declare these things in. Amen. So Renew, I am going to give you a little insight into our July financials. Well, actually, I'm going to step back from July financials because in June, or maybe it was July, Sam Class connected with the elders and said, elders, you really need to think about giving a salary increase to both Ben and Doug. They've been working very hard and they haven't gotten an increase since Ben came on or since Doug hasn't had one for quite a while. So we looked at our, what he was recommending that we do. And we took a step in of faith that God would supply our needs. And then after that, I don't think Doug and Ben even knew about this. Then we got the July financials and our tithe and was exceeded our expenses. Look, it's $20,700 and our expenses are $20,500. And then we had even an abundance of giving to Seeds of Joy. So Renew people, we felt so blessed as elders to see the church was participating with God in all that he's doing. So I, I'm so grateful for how God is blessing us and giving us the opportunity to bless others. And Ben still hadn't realized he'd gotten a raise because he hadn't even looked at his paycheck yet at our last elder meeting. So we hope that it's bringing joy to their family. Uh, and that's all I have. Thank you, God. Yes, and you can see where some of the seeds of joy giving has been going. We have, um, well, I, I'm not going to repeat all these numbers. But I think Dennis is going to talk about the vehicle for Pastor Sherry. Well, I can't believe I'm sitting in a car going at 70 miles, up, sorry, 68 miles an and sharing with you folks. Who would have thought one could do this? So as I was thinking and preparing for what I could say and share with you about the seeds of joy, I had these words keep coming into my mind. Moses is out for a walk one day 
heard a burning bush say. Uh, it's a, just a phrase that I learned earlier in my life and it's stuck in my head. Who would ever think of listening to a talking bush? Or who would ever think of having his life messed up by a big fish? And suddenly I realized that God was speaking to me in sharing the good news about our seeds of joy. Because the Spirit is there just waiting for us to, to see and turn our attention away from the sheep like Moses and go over to the burning bush and see that God was trying to communicate with him. And out of that, he would go off to Egypt and lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. And I feel at this time of COVID, we've all been wondering what's going on. And God has been giving us little close encounters saying, hey, listen to me. So it was rather fun after the elders decided that we would like to share our joy with other people back four or five months ago. And suddenly this woman came across my path who's a pastor in Philadelphia. And she uh, went to Missio, which is Biblical Seminary, where JR got his degree from and Doug has done some study there and so we have strong connections with that and gradually as I met with this pastor Sherry is her name some people call her Dr. Sherry some people just call her Sherry and a friend of mine told me that she needed a car and so I started looking for a car and what happened was that I talked to Doug and he said, well, I think we can provide some funds to help this happen. And then some other people who I know said, well, we would like to match any gift that is given towards this vehicle, if you will go out and find something. And so I thought I'd found the right car. But then as I met with Sherry, who has this ministry all over Philadelphia through and with her church of providing food for those in need, and then they have several prayer teams where they will go and pray. So for instance, last week they were in West Philadelphia where someone had been murdered, a little kid got hit in crossfire. And so they were in that neighborhood meeting people and ministering to them, encouraging them and providing them not only with food, but with also other aspects of love and kindness and God's message of comfort and joy. And so all of a sudden, this person who I hardly knew became this person that God wanted us to bless. And all of a sudden, other people wanted to join in blessing her. And then when she came up to Lansdale and met with Doug and myself, she just hit it off with Doug really well. And instead of getting the car that I thought would be great for her, someone else that I knew said, hey, Dennis, I've got this SUV. It may work for her. And it was exactly what she needed. It had a better gas mileage than the old truck she had. And he put four new tires on it, new spark plugs, changed all the oil. And all of a sudden, this non-Christian guy who owns a junkyard was working with me to bless other people. And I just marveled at how God has used our giving in order to provide blessing. But just like for Moses, it wasn't about the bush. Or for Jonah's story, it's not about the fish. But it was rather that God wanted through that to bring blessing on his people and bring people into his kingdom. So we're praying that Pastor Sherry would be able to communicate with us maybe through uh, a Zoom meeting so that you can get to know more about her ministries. She's uh, Afro-American, which is one of our goals to try and meet African churches and maybe exchange visits backwards and forwards so that we can get to know each other and build, build a kingdom of multicultural 
impact. I was really blessed by what transpired. And it's not about the giving, it's not about the car, but it's what God wants to do with these people. And as I've considered it, I think, wow, God at this time is providing little squeaks. That's all I could think of. It's like a fish singing and calling us to say, a fish singing? And then we take note and then realize that God is speaking to us through the scriptures, through the spirit, through our dreams, through the community of Renew, in order that we may step out of our normalcy and bring blessing, just like the early church suddenly realized that it was free from a lot of the baggage that it had carried, and it could be free to bring blessing. That was very exciting for us. And I think we could find joy, not only in what we've given, but what God is doing. So please keep your eyes open for burning bushes and for how God might be wanting to speak to us as a church to do things new. Oh yeah, sorry, you can see Sam and Sherry. And I really want you to pray for Sam the junk man because he really was a good Sam coming up with the car and he's not in the kingdom yet, but we've got to pray in there. Thank you. Thank you for your update, Dennis. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to hear from Dwayne uh, here um, just to cast a little bit of vision about um, just what he sensed the spirit is kind of stirring in him in the season to come. Yeah, so guys, it's great to be together and get a chance to talk. And it's good just to see each other, even if it's on video um, or Zoom here, um, since it's been a while. And um, I think the first thing that I wanted to say that I feel like God's been kind of speaking to me about is that, um, you know, God, God created us to be alive at this time in history. Um, he wants us to be here. He wants us to thrive here and to be his church um, in this day and age. Um, and he's given us the power and the strength to do it um, and to do it victoriously. And I think that's really exciting. You know, there's a, there's a verse and I don't even know where it's found at the moment, but it talks about we're not of those who shrink back, but those who press forward. And um, I, just, I just encourage all of us to be people of deep faith in this season. Um, I know there's plenty of things to fear. There's plenty of things we can be angry about, but um, let us remember, you know, who we are. Um, our identity is in Christ, and the same power that raised Christ from the dead um, is alive in us. That's the spirit of the living God is alive in us. And um, so, yeah, I, just, I encourage and challenge us to, to be people of great faith in this time, um, to step out, to lean forward, to press forward, don't shrink back um, in this season. Um, and so we're soon going to have kind of an update here. I, I think Doug and Ben and if you are going to talk about the plan for the fall. And... Um, as we do that, um, there's a couple things that came to mind that I think are, are values that we hold um, in Renew, and I just wanted to remind us um, of who we are and um, what, are, what some of the things are that we value. And one of the things that we value is selflessness, um, being selfless. Um, and it comes right, and it's an example right from Jesus. And he said, not, not my will, but your will be done, God. And um, we're in a season, in a political environment, in a time in history and culture where the focus is on me and what's best for me. Um, but the church is radically different than that. God calls us to be a selfless people, um, a people who love um, in the way of, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, that's, you know, patient, a kind um, type of love. And um, so I'm just, I, I want to encourage us to be selfless people. And maybe an example of this is, um, you know, when, for, for Angie and I um, being married, um, if I get into a place where in our marriage, I'm really focused on, on me um, instead of on um, Ange or we, <laughs> um, it becomes much more bumpy. Um, but if, if we can be in a place where we're focused on we and not on the me, it seems to flow much more smoothly and the relationship is much more cohesive and there's a greater sense of oneness. And so as we kind of move into the fall, you know, there's probably going to be some things that maybe aren't our 
preferred way of doing things or isn't maybe what's best for us as an individual or a family, but maybe it's something that we can lay aside our own preferences and um, focus on what's best for, for our community and for the people of our community to lay down our lives, so to speak, um, and join in what God is up to. Of course, always staying focused on, on Christ. Um, so anyway, self, selflessness, if we can just be reminded, and I'm saying this to myself too, um, that we're a selfless people. Um, we're a servant type of people that lay down, lays down our own preferences and desires for what God is calling us to. Um, and the second thing is really a value that we've had for a long time, and that's the value of, um, I guess I'd say we're an experimenting community. We like experiments and we're willing to try experiments. Um, and the thing about experiments is we realize that they may or may not work. Um, we do them with a sense of curiosity. We do them with a sense of hope that it will work out. But we also hold things a little bit more um, open-handedly um, because we understand that it's an experiment. Um, and in some ways, um, Renew has been that. It's been an experiment. Um, and this fall is another chance for us to kind of experiment um, with uh, what's next, with what we do in this season um, of, of our community. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that's all I wanted to say. Um, I'm excited for where we're headed. I'm excited as Cindy was talking about earlier and Dennis and others too, for the work that God is up to in our midst. The spirit is alive, is well, is moving. And, you know, before all this started, we had this sense of revival of God moving in individual lives and in our, in our church. And you know what? That hasn't changed. <laughs> God is still at work and revival is still happening and it may look different than what we expected, um, but God is still here and he is still moving. And so I hope our hearts are warmed with that truth and that we can enter into that with hope um, and expectancy um, as we move towards, uh, towards the fall season here. Amen. Thank you, Dwayne. Uh, wanted to give um, just a brief update uh, on what's going on at the Boys and Girls Club. And so a few weeks ago, I had an opportunity to have a conversation with Bob Kramer, the director of not just this club, but the, the North Penn Club, the Indian Valley Club, and the club that is in Ambler. And um, it was a really good conversation. It was a hard conversation. They're struggling uh, because they are not able to have any students in their building at this point in time. And so he just shared with me his heart and his concern. And um, he gave me an update just a few days ago where they had to they had to officially shut down the Boys and Girls Club for anything in person up and through the end of this um, end of the year. Um, and so during our conversation, what he shared with me is that the Boys and Girls Club of America has closed 90% of their buildings since COVID started and the 10% of buildings that they left open are essentially all in litigation. Uh, because of people getting sick and things like that. So their board met and decided that they were not going to have anyone except for staff utilize their building until the schools go, until North Penn School, Wissahickon, and Indian Valley go back into person-to-person -person learning. They're trying to work through what their CDC-approved screening process will look like, and he shared with me that when the schools go back, we would have access again to the building uh, at, that, at this point in time. Um, but we would have to have some kind of a CDC approved plan um, because of all the students that come in and out of the building. So we are, we are still, we are still, we are, we're partners with them. Yes, we rent a space, but we see it much bigger than just renting a space from them. We see our connection with them as partners because what are even our finances that go towards them becomes a deep blessing to the community and especially to kids. So as you drive by the Boys and Girls Club, as you think about them, I just want to ask that we'd be at a community that's praying for them. Um, if you look on their Facebook page, if you find some extra funds lying around and you want to bless someone, they have a lot of Amazon gift lists that are out there. Um, that's a really good opportunity to bless and to be there. But also for us, that means we have no access to the building at least until the end of this year. And so we just wanted to let you know what was going on. And I think that's going to help us uh, jump into the conversation on what the fall will look like, at least what September and October will. So I'll turn it over to Ben.
Yeah, so we've been uh, utilizing our house church structure through the last uh, couple months, and, and we've heard really good things, uh, seen good things happening as folks have engaged in those spaces. Uh, and we'll meet in house church next week, and then excited to have our baptism gathering uh, the last Sunday of August. And then in September, we're going to mix things up a little bit. Uh, we'll meet in house church for that first Sunday, and then um, on September 13th, we are going to do some combined house churches, almost uh, a little bit of mini gatherings, and we're in the process of planning those, uh, but looking at two different locations for us to meet outdoors uh, and have three uh, to four house churches meeting in, in each of those locations, uh, just as an opportunity for us to connect as a larger body. Uh, and then September 20th, uh, back in individual house churches, and then we are actually excited to have a second baptism gathering that we are planning for the last Sunday in September. Uh, one of the, the people who's planning to be baptized, uh, schedule-wise, it doesn't work out for some really significant people to be there for that in August. And so we said there's nothing uh, preventing us from having a second gathering. So we'll be outdoors back at Branchwood Park with another celebration and uh, we're also praying that there will be more people who decide, yeah, I want to be baptized too, so we can have another uh, huge celebration at the end of September. Uh, and then in October, we're going to have a, a more of an every other week rhythm between meeting in house church and then the combined house churches, uh, sort of, yeah, continuing to practice being a scattered church in our house churches, but then also scattered, but being able to meet a little bit more corporately with a few more people in an outdoor space to worship together, to be formed together, and to encourage one another. Uh, I know we're, we're missing being together and, and really longing for that aspect of who we are as a community. Uh, it's very important. And so these are some ways that we are looking forward to connecting uh, in larger groups in the, in the weeks and in the months to come. Also, uh, coming up in the, in the fall, um, we're going to have, oh, before I get there, um, I've been in contact with a few pastors at Emmanuel Church of the Nazarene, uh, and we've partnered with them in different ways in the past. And they, last Sunday, they started a Sunday evening worship service that they really want to invite everybody out to, people from other churches. They're inviting uh, different pastors to, to speak there. Uh, and inviting different uh, musicians and worship leaders to help lead worship. Uh, and so this is open to anybody and everybody. And so we would encourage you to, to join that. It's at Sunday evenings, on Sunday evenings through August and September. Uh, and they may potentially extend that at 7.30. Uh, and it's at Emmanuel Church of the Nazarene, um, back behind their church building there. Uh, so there's a, another great opportunity for worship and formation. Uh, also coming up, um, I know Dave Blecky has been working to, to get men's discipleship up and running again for this fall, and that's going to start up the second week of September. So if, if you are a guy and you are interested, even if you've been through it before uh, or if you've never been through it, a great opportunity to uh, just experience some intensive discipleship um, together. Uh, I know fellowship will be a big component of that this year, um, but we're excited for that to start up the second week of September. Please let Dave know if you're interested in joining that. We also have a couple uh, book studies um, that are going to be happening. Uh, Doug is looking at doing one on the book God in the Pandemic, um, and we'll have details about that. And Aubrey is also looking, she's been leading uh, a group on Wednesday evenings through the book of Ecclesiastes. Uh, and later in the fall, uh, she's looking to start another one, uh, most likely in the book of Ruth. Uh, so we're excited for those opportunities. Uh, women's stuff is also happening. That's been in the weekly email. So you've, you've seen that uh, hopefully, but September 5th is a, a fire pit night at the Freeds for the ladies and then a, a day retreat on September 26th. Uh, so again, lots of opportunities to connect and to invite other people uh, into those spaces. Thanks, Ben. Uh, and one of the things that I think is really important just to, to remember as well is 
one of the things that COVID has done is is it has it's it's forcing the church to not only think about in person but also our digital presence. And so our Zoom house church is going to continue as is. Um, we really feel strongly that this is a ministry and a mission opportunity to continue to have online presence as well. Um, as you uh, saw earlier, I'm not the greatest with online technology things, uh, but we also know that this is one of the opportunities, almost one of the bleeding edges of what it is to pioneer in this season and to help connect people to Jesus. And so we just want to remind you, if you're sitting there and you're part of the Zoom house church and you're like, oh, it's everything's in person and what's going on? We're not stopping the Zoom house church. Um, we will be back at Zoom. And we understand some people just don't, We, it, it can be really challenging for some of us, but we also want to remind us that um, it is an opportunity for us to love one another well. And as, as, as Dwayne said, to be selfless in those moments. So we don't have... Uh, firm plans yet for the winter. But at this point in time, what we are doing is we are, we are thinking through a bunch of different options. And one of the options that we are playing with when it gets too cold to meet outside, which will happen at some point in time, unless you really love the cold weather, we've thought through an idea of potentially uh, multiplying Renew um, in more of a north area and more of a south area. So south would be Lansdale, the Lansdale House Church of North Wales House Church, some um, Talmensen House Church, and the north would be sort of the Souderton, Telford, mm -hmm. Schwanksville, Collegeville folks. And we're looking to find church buildings that could potentially hold, uh, you know, four to 500 people so that we could meet with our 45 to 50 uh, in that building during the winter time. And so again, this is just a tentative plan. We're not 100% sure on anything uh, at this point in time. Things can change. Uh, we've already heard, I've already heard back from a few pastors and they're going to be talking through with their boards uh, and with their leadership about the potential of us utilizing space. So a lot of that is gonna just can be contingent on us being a flexible family in this season. And one of, the, one of the most incredible opportunities that we have for mission is, is just having the characteristic of being a church that's flexible. And I think that really brings us back to what it is to be a church that wants to join with Christ on mission. And it just means that we have to be willing to be flexible in this season. <clears throat> I'm going to turn it over to Megan. She's going to give a brief update on Renew Families. Yeah, hi everybody. It's really great to see um, your faces tonight. Um, yeah, this has been a really unique season for many of us for different reasons. And as I've shared with some of you, kind of the word that has been putting on my heart recently is formation. Um, we've talked about it as a KM team. It's come up a lot um, in the past few months for me personally, I think because um, I guess many of you can relate to this, but I'm a doer. I like to um, do tasks and feel like I'm accomplishing something and uh, serving. And um, God has really been challenging me in this time because that has looked really different. And especially in the summer months, which characteristically for Renew folks are just kind of a quieter time, um, not much structured or organized activity, which I think is often nice for us, those of us who have a faster pace during the, the school year or the semester, um, to just sort of hang back and take a break. But this summer has been a little bit differently, uh, has looked a little bit differently because we were already kind of taking a break in some ways. Um, and so it's been an interesting season for me of just working out um, what is God calling me to in this season with Renew Families and what, what is this looking like for Renew Families as a whole? Um, we made the decision not to do a Zoom VBS after hearing um, a very, very overwhelming response from parents that that was not something that um, would serve their families well, which is completely okay. And we really appreciated hearing that feedback. Um, VBS is something that I hope to do at some point in the future in person. I have dreams of what that could look like for our kids and our families, but um, this was not the year for that. And so 
I've been kind of sitting back and just waiting on the Lord and thinking about formation and what does that mean um, for me personally and just resting in the fact that like so many others have said tonight, God is still at work. Um, even when I don't see it, even when I don't feel it, God is, is still working very um, intentionally in this time. Um, and so that conversation about formation led to a conversation about what could this look like for families. And so I've been connecting with many of you, um, which has been really special, delivering these little letters um, about family formation. And those of you that I haven't seen yet in person, I'm really looking forward to connecting with soon. Um, and we are just giving families a, a little gift and some ideas um, to use that financial gift as a way to just build and strengthen families and marriages and whatever that may look like for your individual household. Um, we would love to hear what you end up choosing to do with the money, um, but that's not your homework. This is a no strings attached gift. So go um, enjoy it and use it. And um, if you wanna talk to us about it at some point, that would be great. Um, some other things that we have going on, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a, a racial panel discussion um, slash uh, speaker, various topics going on every month. Um, we started that a couple of months ago. It's the third Wednesday of every month, and I'm really excited um, for this week in particular. Um, we're going to be hearing from the Briggs and the Vassos um, on raising children of color. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to learning from them and hearing their experiences. Um, like I said, this is... Um, an ongoing um, conversation that will be happening every month. It's on Zoom. Um, it's a really non-threatening way to engage in um, what for some people has been a bit of an uncomfortable topic. Um, and it kind of allows us to do that at a time that works well for the majority of people. Um, something to be on the lookout for coming up in September is um, a marriage formation. So kind of keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, and then lastly, I just want to remind everyone that any ideas, suggestions that you have are always welcome. They really um, help us as a team and help me personally to kind of gear, um, you know, where I'm investing time and how we're planning and thinking about things moving forward. I know that with, um, school looking differently for many of our families this year. Um, the needs of our community may change, the needs of our kids and, and our youth and parents as well. Um, so we're kind of anticipating that those needs um, will shift um, probably multiple times in the next several months. And so please know that I love to hear from anyone, whether you have children or not, I love your suggestions. Call me, text me, email. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Megan. And one of the things that um, has been really great too is just the way that you've been continuing to care for our families in this season. And even just another update uh, for you parents of students who are in middle school and high school, you've been getting the emails about RISE and we're just so grateful to see the way RISE has been growing as well. Uh, our middle school and high school leaders are amazing. And so it's been really great to watch how our, our students are beginning to be formed. And so if you have any more questions about RISE too, um, you can either shoot Megan an email or, or myself or Ben and but Neil Frederick is the guy that kind of oversees all that. And so if you have some more questions about that, or if you know some students that are just struggling and they're looking for spaces to connect, um, it's a good opportunity. Uh, so I'm gonna turn it over to Ben here for a moment or two. I'm back. I, uh, I, over the last few weeks, uh, Romans 12, um, Spirit, the, the Lord has just been ministering to me through Romans 12, uh, encouraging me. Um, and so I want to read a, a little bit from Romans 12. Uh, this is a, a mashup of the NIV and the message. Uh, I think there's beautiful things being communicated through both. So um, I'm going to be reading some verses from Romans 12. 
Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And down to verse 9, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the master. Be joyful in hope, cheerfully expectant, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Share with God's people who are in need. Be inventive in hospitality. Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy. Share tears when they're down. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. And I just want to comment on a couple things. Um, the first is we back in June when our house churches began meeting again in person, we sent out guidelines for meeting in house church, and and we're still abiding by those those guidelines. Um, we believe that those are are good uh, practices for us as a church to love and protect one another. Uh, and and when we gather for baptism, we're going to have guidelines in place. We we will be. Uh, practicing social distancing. Um, we will be wearing masks. Uh, when we get down to the water, we actually, we, we're going to try to practice distancing as best we can uh, down there. And that, that, may, that means some people, we're going to invite you up onto the bridge to space out a little bit up there. Uh, some people into the water where it's only about knee deep uh, to kind of form a circle around that. And we'll be sending out information about baptism. But as I've reflected on those guidelines, um, one of the things we talk about at Renew is that structure submits to spirit. Uh, And I think that's true for these guidelines as well. The guidelines submit to the spirit. Um, We believe these guidelines are important. We believe they're important for practicing love and honoring one another. And I've been so grateful for the ways that I've seen people within Renew honoring one another. Uh, at the same time, we also recognize that there are there are times where the Spirit calls us to hug one another, or to give a high five, um, or to get closer than six feet. Um, we don't think it's wise that we all run around and give everybody hugs and everybody high fives, um, but there are times when when folks need that, when people need that, and so um, yeah, I want to encourage us to to be both wise and honoring to other people, but also recognizing that sometimes love and sometimes following Jesus calls us um, to reach out to people with a touch. Um, And that touch may be a very healing touch for for folks who are feeling especially isolated in this time. Um, uh, I think about this as like, we, we are called to be people of life. We are called to be people of blessing people of life. And so sometimes being a person of life means protecting other people from the potential of disease. And sometimes being people of life means reaching out and touching somebody who needs a touch of love. Um, 
the other piece of this uh, is, is advocating for your own needs. If you are a person who um, may be feeling isolated, uh, let people know, I, I could really, really use a hug. That would mean the world to me in this season um, so that we can be sensitive to those needs while also practicing wisdom uh, and, and, and due precaution. But the other phrase that, keep, that keeps jumping out to me in Romans 12 is this phrase, be inventive in hospitality. Uh, and that's, that's what we're after in Renew. We, Duane talked about experiments. Uh, and in this season where um, there are challenges, there are limitations, uh, I want to encourage us, the, the pioneers in us, the, the apostles in us, the, the creative folks, in, and that's all of us. We all have creativity. Be inventive in hospitality. How can we be welcoming people into both the spaces that we already have organized, but also into our backyards, into our lives to show hospitality? And how can we be building bridges to folks um, to be invited into their lives? One of the things that Jesus did frequently was he was the guest who quickly became the host uh, by practicing inventive hospitality. And so I just want to encourage us uh, in, in those directions as we continue to navigate these unique times to be inventive in hospitality as we continue to love and honor one another, rejoicing with one another, mourning with one another, uh, while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus uh, and his kingdom. Amen. Thank you. We're going to hear from Tim, uh, and he's going to close us out. Hey, I um, have been just really blessed tonight about just the things that folks have shared and seeing your faces and, um, and just really grateful for this community and what God has done. One of the things that Doug, um, the Lord has shared with Doug that we've said repeatedly is uh, recently is this remember, release, receive. And, and, and Doug recently reminded us um, about the elders, about just what God was up to about a year ago. Um, and specifically thinking about what happened in October last year when many, many of you um, said yes to wanting more of the Holy Spirit, wanting what the Holy Spirit had for you and came forward for prayer in that um, really powerful time down in the, at the Boys and Girls Club. I, I, I really, uh, anyway, that was a precious time of, of saying yes to God and all that he has. And, um, and then the, what we'd like to do in the next couple of minutes, and this will just be literally a couple of minutes, is just to ask you to remember those things that God was doing in you, whether it be a year ago or six months ago, but we, we to, as a way of, of resetting ourselves on the things that God is doing before um, much of this COVID um, pandemic has kind of dislodged some of those things from our memories or from our lives, uh, and we've let them down, we've set them down. So um, let's do it this way. I will, I, I wanna ask you just to say those things, say one or two things, whether you, you remember what God is, was doing in your life, not what you've lost, what God was doing, okay? So um, I'm gonna ask you just to speak those. So God, I remember this thing. And just speak it under your breath, if nothing else. Holy Spirit, I just pray you'd help us to remember what you were doing. And then the, the second word is, is um, to release. And this word of release in this context, I want you to release um, anything that might come in the way of what God was, was doing and wants to do. So whether that's releasing um, your desire to control the situation, whether that's releasing disappointment, whether that's releasing frustration, whether that's release, releasing loss, but those things often get in the way of what God was doing and is doing. So I'm gonna ask you to name something that you know has gotten in the way that needs to be released. Okay, so again, speak it out loud in, in, in some volume that you can hear it. So God, we release in Jesus' name. I release this. 
And finally, um, this idea of receiving. Um, I want, in this context, we're going to pray, I want you to speak something that you receive from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. He's good, and his good and his intentions for you are beautiful and better than you could imagine. So I want you to speak something that you feel the Lord wants you to receive from him tonight. As a good father who's given you his son and has given you his Holy Spirit, um, so speak out um, into that place and confidence and faith in his good intentions. Lord, I receive. And speak something out loud. Lord, I receive. Lord, we just thank you um, that when we think back, we, we can remember. It hasn't been long. Um, and we just thank you for all the good things you've done in our community that you're doing in our community that you're doing in these beautiful homes, these beautiful people, these families. And Lord, we, we remember those things. We, we uh, release, God, anything that obstructs that, that work that you're doing. We, re we release our, um, our control, our desire to control things. We release frustration. We release resentment. We release unforgiveness, anything that stands in the way of what you're doing. And finally, Lord, we receive, we receive the Holy Spirit in all the beauty that you desire to release him to us. We receive your plans for us. We receive your interruptions in our life. We receive the knowledge that you are able to love the world through us, even in the midst of this pandemic. We receive that you are able to guide us and give us creative solutions to things that are way beyond us. And so, Lord, we lay these things down and we pick up you. We pick up you. We wait for you. And we trust you to use the abilities you've given us in a way that's beyond ourselves. And thank you, Lord, for tonight. Thank you for a reminder of your, good, your goodness and all you're doing. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Tim. Uh, and elders and Megan, thank you all so much for, um, yeah, just sharing your hearts today. And it's so good to see the family gathered, um, to see Renew present here with us. Um, and just wanted to let you all know, we'll have another one of these September 19th. So that's Sunday, sorry, uh, Sunday, September 20th is the next one that we will have. Um, but we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, just dismiss. And so I'd just like to just share a brief benediction. And if folks want to just stay after and um, if there are questions or things that need clarity, just shoot us, uh, you know, shoot us a um, uh, something in the chat or even if, if there's some space, you can ask for some ask questions for clarity. But brothers and sisters of Renew Community, may you go. And as you go, may you be reminded that God, the God who was up to something in your life has not stopped being up to something in your life. May you remember the things that he was calling you to. May it become so clear in your mind and your imagination, you can't get away from it. May you release the things that are blocking you from, from receiving what God has. And may you receive with joy the gifts that, that Jesus Christ himself has given to you in this season. Amen. Really good to see you all.